0: This episode of Fun Employment Radio is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com funemployment and use offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT. Oh. The, future of radio. The, future. the future of
1: radio is here unemploymentradio.com
0: I know I'm of the age and I know it shouldn't <laughs> be a bad thing and it I, I should I should embrace it because uh-huh. it might open up some more roles but I really don't want do it. It's weird
1: when you think about it oh, because it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's been that much time. No. No, I think honestly I thought
0: about this. I think I would rather do like a Viagra commercial than have to play a dad in something. I just no, I don't you know. You would
1: not. I, well, the
0: the money would be better. Well, Although I mean, how do you it, know shame. depending
1: on Oh no, Dad's I know. those rec- ones are good. Oh, because of the shame yeah, mm-hmm. that is brought because upon you? Because of the you. shame. Yeah. I don't know. It, either
0: way, I'm glad I avoided it, barely. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts
1: can All be over found. the interwebs.
0: Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you so much for tuning in. We've we've got a ton of stuff to get to today and we have, we have a super secret guest. We do. It's different than our normal Monday super secret mm. guest. So uh, he's going to join us here in just a minute, but to to understand what it was I was talking about. So I, um, you know, of course, Sarah was on Portlandia this last week or filmed on Portlandia.
1: I did. Uh, so who knows if I'll make the final cut? I probably won't.
0: Yeah. Well I, they knows? were
1: able to crop around me last time. So or, we'll see if that happens
0: again. Or the fear that we had last time was that they were just going to feature only you and then there was some inside joke you didn't know about. Oh my God. Like and being and the sweaty. The whole girl. Scene. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thankfully, the second time it was uh, in an air conditioned room. So I was significantly less sweaty. I'm not saying I was not sweaty at all. Uh huh. Because that doesn't happen to me. Okay. You know this. I'm always somewhat sweaty. Sweaty girl number two. I am Minnesota, sweaty <laughs> girl number two. There's like, why the hell did that sweaty girl get an extra gig again? <laughs> we had to. Blot her face like seventeen times last time.
0: So, so maybe you'll be the featured character on there. We don't know yet. Oh, um, but then the the one I filmed this weekend was was nothing as fancy as that. It was a it was for a commercial. I'll say that. I can't say what it is yet because it's you know you sign all that stuff. But um, one of well, that's the things fancy
1: though it's a fancy commercial.
0: Yeah, no, it was fun. It was fun. It was out in public. I did have a wife for it. Oh so, wow. So yes. What did, was, what
1: did they do when they introduced you to like your wife at a commercial? Do you guys like sit down and get to know each other a little bit? Uh,
0: nope. You walk up and say, All right, this is uh, Clara, she's your wife. You guys are in love. Here's the scene. We're gonna do this. That's it. And do much you guys it it just was.
1: like strangers like start holding hands and stuff?
0: Uh, you kinda yeah, a little Ew, bit, creepy. Like, stuff like that, yeah. I Ew. know. It is it is kinda weird. <laughs> do you
1: like nuzzle her neck and like hi, stranger wife? Part of it was <laughs> we were shopping
0: for jewelry too. So Oh
1: wow. Yeah, yeah. So do you like do they require you to hold hands? No, I Do you mean, have to like touch the small of her back as you guide her through? <laughs> no, I'm
0: not. I'm not like sexually harassing her during. But it. But I mean, but what is
1: the line if you're playing your husband? Um, I don't
0: know. It is. It is kind of awkward because I'm not going to say I have a whole lot of experience with that. So it's like you know, it's, and it's commercial too. It's not like you're shooting a movie where it's like you have to really get into the character. So yeah, I don't want to go overboard and like start kissing her neck or something. Oh, that's so <laughs> creepy.
1: Do you think you'd be? <laughs> you're my wife.
0: This is how we act. No.
1: <laughs> this is how I treat my woman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I so you guess. gently guided her by the small of her back yes. while nibbling on her neck yes, as you and then were walking just through, glowing
0: in her ear as we're shopping <laughs> around. Uh, but the, that was part of it. And then there was another one where they almost had me step in for this other role. And this is what I was talking about at the beginning, where it was me and this other woman uh, playing. Uh, Whoa, is she the parents. other woman? She was the other woman.
1: Uh oh, they're giving you so many ladies.
0: <laughs> right? Yes, I was. I, w- I was married. You're just kind of
1: being passed around a little I was bit.
0: Married to three quarters of the women on set, or two thirds. But. Um, the, the other one, though, was to play a father with two teenage, two teenage children, oh boy. a boy and a girl. And they, they, they were legitimately going to have me do this. And they changed, the, they changed the whole thing at the last second. So I got out of it. God, how
1: weird is that to think that that's actually it's the, quite completely possible? Fe-
0: completely feasible. It so is feasible. Just today, there's a guy I went to high school with talking about how his kid is now going off to college. My age. He, he's My age. And he has a child going to college.
1: That's true. I had a girl, a girl named Christy, who got pregnant. Uh, she she was like a super athlete and was like like had scholarships to all these places for um, like track and field. She was awesome. Then got knocked up, and now she has a. I, I believe they, they have like five children, but I believe her oldest <laughs> is is like seventeen, which is I guess well, that makes sense because seventeen year old, almost getting ready to go off to college too.
0: See that promising career ahead of her, and then uh, just one. And then mix the baby. It
1: was so. Five kids later, like, wouldn't you just... There was a all right. lot. I mean, if you're going to commit to it, I guess if you're 17 I and guess. pregnant, which is a great Lifetime movie, but if you're 17 and <laughs> pregnant, and then, you know, you have the one, you might as well be like, well, shit, I guess I'm just going <laughs> to keep pumping them That's out. That's what I do now. I'm I will always remember her, though, for Halloween, because on Halloween, it was when she had said that she was pregnant, and she dressed like a giant red M&M, and I always remember her... Talking about being, you could just kind of see her baby bump through this giant red M&M. It's like a sexy M&M. Costume. It was not a sexy M&M. It was just a, a basic M&M co- costume. And I remember looking at her and being like, I don't want to be that. <laughs> I don't want to be the pregnant seventeen-year-old girl in the M&M costume, like ever. <laughs> like she had like a little red hat on with like her giant M&M costume. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> this is like my nightmare encompassed in like one image right there.
0: Yeah, that is a. That's actually a pretty good poster for uh, for teen pregnancy. Mm. Just thinking about that one. All right. Well, anyway, I did avoid that. So, if it, when it does come out, um, well, I'll let you guys know. You never know. Are you going to
1: talk about the other thing? We should bring on Rick. Yeah. And then I mean, our
0: super secret guest. Uh huh. Crack
1: <laughs> cracked your code. I, think. I know. Oh, my gosh. I'm, it's a mystery. <laughs> well,
0: the show's ruined
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been sitting here talking for a while. I'm like, oh, wait. Whoops. I'm not a good secret keeper. <laughs> Maybe I should be Rick Moranis. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <gasps> joining us now. Rick Moranis was in my dream last night. I dreamed that he started acting again. He was on an amazingly hilarious like sitcom with uh Michael Bluth. That is so weird that you bring up Rick Moranis. Maran- Joining us now
2: Rick Emerson, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't even wait to be introduced. I just started shouting uh, out my bullshit from n- the back. That, no,
1: I'm the one that's we're saying secret guests, I'm like, Rick. Rick would know. <sighs> no, because you almost had the dad thing too for something that you were acting oh, no for, no no, right?
2: not almost. Yeah, that's, you uh, did. No, I did. That's the um so uh I don't I don't think I ever not like you guys even need to see it. Let me show you this commercial I did it. Was um the, I'm going to need to this. My, um it's um uh for the Oregon Community Credit Union. Um I believe that is the full name of the uh, client. It's already aired. I think it's I think it is on uh, it's on YouTube somewhere. Oh, um, on the YouTubes. I believe um cuz I had to uh not that I like searched the internet for it every single day until it finally appeared. Because it actually didn't it didn't even air it didn't air in Portland. The Oregon Community Credit Union is actually um, it's I think they're based in Eugene, possibly. Okay. So it so it wasn't, you know, they, they told us like it probably won't air on the Portland market or whatever. And I'm like, that's fine. I'm not I'm not so vain that I need to see myself on television to know that, you know, I'm making something of my life and that every day I'm on the internet. Like I was I went so far as to like I think I I think I emailed Seamus, I'm like, is there like a little script you can send me that will just have my computer automatically search the internet? For this commercial, every ten <laughs> seconds forever until it shows up. Um, but it was on, But yeah, it's on. Um, it's on. Uh, it's on YouTube. I think. It's, All right,
1: what um, is it? Because I'm looking at this, and there are about a thousand different Oregon Community Credit Union commercials.
2: It's, it's the one that's called. Um, I think it's called "Growing" or "Larger." Growing
1: Bigger. or larger. All right, I'm,
2: I'm looking. It. I, I think I ended up finding it. Makes me so, okay. See, I wasn't even going to talk about this. It makes me sound like such an idiot. It, I don't even think I found it on the actual. Just like going to YouTube, I think I literally was like googling like the name of the production company. Oh and yeah. And then like looking at the, the the resume of the director and seeing if he had an online portfolio. I'm like, there
0: it is. Finally, <laughs> I just stumbled across it online. I, I have
1: gonna... worth. <laughs> um,
2: I'll I'll find it. I have it somewhere. But it's uh but it, but it's me and uh, so, so I'm playing dad. Oh and God,
1: that's so <laughs> creepy! For you even saying it's that. It's completely creepy. Oh my God, Papa.
2: It's it's. Uh, <laughs> I'm Dad, and then there's Mom, and then there's either I can't remember now. It's a blur. It's either two or three sons. I think it's I think it's three because the because the the sort of the gimmick of the commercial is that. Our family's getting larger, and then <laughs> they and it, so it's not only do we have three kids, but they're all like really tall. Like the like the the kids are all the guys are all like the boys are all like six five and above or whatever. And like you know I'm like almost six, and you know the, and the woman who played my wife is a little shorter. <laughs>
1: your wife. <laughs> my wife. Uh,
2: and so, the, but the, the boys are all just giants, and it's like that we needed to get like a loan for a minivan or something. And it's you know <laughs> hey that speaks to somebody. It uh, does. It there. does. And yeah. So I did by the way. Um, when you were talking about having to have your hand on the small of her back so um, I
1: <laughs> now, did you have to ask permission or were you told well, to
2: well no it's because I'm always like I think I'm scarred from a high school where it's like
1: see why do you do this to
2: the <laughs> fuckers?" because I didn't even I remember in high school I was in drama class surprisingly and the first time like I was like rehearsing uh, i was like rehearsing with uh you know like a like a uh, rehearsing with this girl and we were doing like some you know some like exercise in class where it's like you're doing a little scene where blah 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 uh-huh. edward alby blah 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 whatever and what i and i okay i'm like oh, okay and i'm like 14 and so it was this girl whose name i will not uh we'll call her autumn but you remember i remember and she's like well let's go you know we'll go practice and i'm like okay and so we go to rehearse her scene and the scene had a had a kiss in it oh and so you know, I'm like 14. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. But but she like amazingly in retrospect, because she was kind of good looking. She like gave me like the full on like like mouth tongue yeah. open
1: wow like, full on
2: like exploratory kiss. And I'm like, acting is
1: awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, so
2: like I was, I mean, and like it wasn't like an accident. Like she like every time we rehearsed the scene, she did like the full on like make out with me. And I'm just like, this is a, I, my my <laughs> career choice is made. But then fast forward like a next like the next week. When like I'm auditioning, I'm practicing a scene with some other girl, and I thought that was like the way you do it.
1: Oh God,
2: Sarah's already crazy. I know, I'm already. And so I'm like, for this. and I like carefully picked out some some practice scene that had a kiss in it, <laughs> and then I then I like you know that think well I I know how stage kissing is done now, and I do like the full on you know. <laughs> like Clarence Thomas when you need a promotion kiss oh my god and it was just yeah and you can imagine that horror ensued that was uh, oh. what are you doing and it was just like a lot of oh. Oh. just the worst thing so ever since then and keep, that was like 30 years ago oh, basically no. I am gun shy about like you know, it, d- touching or just being, you or know, ed- making eye contact with oh women God. anywhere on the set. <laughs> That's
1: like Greg with his shirt thing. Like he complimented a woman on her sh- on her shirt color once, uh-huh. and she got offended because she thought he was talking about her uh-huh. boobs. Yeah, and he will never compliment that a was- woman on her shirt
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. ever. What was that work? She was about. I, I genuinely just thought it was a cool color of shirt. I know what you mean. Like, I love that blue. And then, yeah. bam. Ever since then, yeah, I thought and I she was...
1: she was like, you were disgusting. Yeah, basically, <laughs>
0: basically, in my mind, I was branded a rapist at that point, so...
1: Rick, how come I've never heard that story?
0: So, because it's horrifying. <laughs> uh, but, because
2: um, uh, the key, of course, is to just get me in a dark room and, you know, just turn on the microphone. Mm-hmm. And all the <laughs> but, so, no, I don't ever make the first move on a set of, like, if it doesn't matter what I'm doing. And so I waited, when I filmed this uh, Oregon Credit uh, Union commercial, I waited for her to, like the director's like, okay, get in a little closer. And I'm like, okay, and I'm not actually going to touch you at all. okay. And I, like I seem like all weird and phobic. <laughs> but she like reached around and totally like gave me like the full on, like, you know, grab. Like and she wasn't being improper. But like, you know, she was not shy of like, mm-hmm. you know, we're married. We would stand next. You know, she's like, I would have my hand around you. And so she like put her arm around me and whatever. And, and which, but yeah, I won't ever do that because I, you know. And yeah. plus, plus you always know that there's probably been some sleazy actor like, you know. That she worked with the week before, that was totally trying to get his totally, rope on, yeah, you know, and like, tried to make out with her when she didn't want to be. Yeah, so, But yeah, like those kids, the guys that played the you know, the young men that played my my sons. Uh, oh wow, which hurts even to say, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? My boys. They, I mean, I think they were from like, like fourteen to like nineteen, something like that, mm. which is like plausible, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess I could have if I'd had kids when I was eighteen or let's say nineteen. That would have been yeah. I could have a twenty-two-year-old. Mm. So, oh, my God. terrifying.
1: Oh, that is. Yeah, so. Yeah, and there's well. always the fear of the, you know, oh, someone shows up dude, later in the I lived with a guy
2: uh, when I lived in Utah. I, uh, when I lived at the House of Dudes, that happened to one of the dudes.
1: I have a friend that that happened oh, to.
2: Oh, man. It was, you know. Hi, I, Lucinda. It's been a while. It's been nine years, actually. Hey, who's that nine-year-old with you? You know? Uh, <laughs>
0: <It's>
1: like, <laughs> oh, God. Are you my new daddy?
2: <laughs> and it wasn't new daddy. He was original daddy. He just didn't know it. Oh, that's
0: That
1: terrifying. happened, yeah, with a friend of mine from uh. Uh, Bremerton. Uh. And it was, and he was a guy and got a knock, 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 and a 16 and a year old boy yeah. standing on his patio. was ah. just like, Hi, so mom finally told me about you. And he's yeah. just like, What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and this guy, he had no idea.
2: Well, at least 16, you've only got, I mean, in the worst case scenario, if you don't want to have anything to do, you've only got two years mm-hmm. and then you're out. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, I mean, that's the, I'm not I'm saying you should be a dick, but I'm saying like, you know, they gotten along somehow for the, sixteen years. Yeah, theoretically <laughs> speaking, when your kid's eighteen, even if you know, even if you've known them your whole life, you can kick them out. Then, you yeah, know, without any, you know, if you really don't want to have anything to do with it, or if you're just like a dick. But I mean,
1: oh, how terrifying is that for you, Greg, to know that both two out of the three people in this room both know somebody who that's happened to. <sighs> yeah
2: yeah. Well, I mean, mm. well, that's that thing. You start doing that math, like, they you know, like, in high school, I, they probably told us everything was, you know, everything they probably taught me in school was wrong anyway. But they were like, you know, condoms have a failure rate of 3% of whatever. And then you start doing the thing in your head of, like, well, how many times over how many years? Yeah, how many condoms how many have failures? I used? Yeah, yep. and then, like,
1: what, you know, and how many,
2: there's 28 days, right, you know, math. and... and yeah. yeah. And you start doing the, you know, how likely was it that it was in those, you know, the the, the three-day target window. And how
1: often, how, like, well, do keeping track of, yeah. the, you know, the girls are. you like, all right, do you check back in with them after, like, six months? Like, yeah. hey, how it's, are you doing?
0: Are you, uh... It's another reason to stay off Facebook.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. D- sorry. That's, now this is throwing me off and terrifying me. thinking about Greg looks legitimately freaked
1: out right Don't now. Don't dwell on it for the rest of the day, whatever. <laughs> <doing>. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> God.
0: Can
2: I, tell, I was at the dollar store the other day, and you know what they were selling uh, at the dollar store ever. checkout? Uh, at like not even like in the in the in the the health aisle, but at the get the checkout stand at the register it was the pregnancy test. Oh,
1: do they still do that next to the register? At the register,
2: oh. which means that it's an impulse buy. Right. It's a thing that it's either like when you see it, that's the thing where you go like. Well,
0: I know me. I'll probably need this by the end of the week. (laughs) Might as well (laughs) well get
2: it with the
0: Tic Tacs. I mean, it's only a dollar, so... And plus, who wants a dollar store pregnancy test at that point? How reliable is that going to be on your...
1: Yeah, I don't know how well those are. I mean, I just, I guess I don't know the basic I'm basis looking at Sarah because
0: you're a girl, so you tell me.
1: Wow, yeah. And also the for peeing that.
2: on a stick thing. How yeah. does that work? Do you have to, like, <laughs> do you have to get a funnel?
1: <laughs> or? You, you pee into a cup and then dip it in. I don't know. Is that <laughs> true? Well,
2: I've always wondered, actually. like I No, don't you
1: pee on the stick. Like, that's what you, you literally, so I've been told is Look, you stick it, you, you put the, you put the stick underneath and then you put it under the stream and then it pee gets the everywhere. Stream. And then you sit there with your pee soaked stick and you wait for five minutes.
2: Every phrase in that sentence is bad.
1: (laughs) Four minutes or three minutes—I don't know how long it is. But (laughs) uh,
2: Rick Emerson is a man of the world and everything. But I just—I don't spend a lot of time watching women. uh, No, well,
1: that's why I think whenever I see people, you know, who are celebrating, just like we're pregnant, and like the guy's touching the stick, I'm like, she just peed all over that. Like it's not like a gentle, like, oh, I'm just gonna like put a couple drips on this thing. It's like soaked in urine. And then they're passing it around like, you know, like the soon-to-be grandmothers like holding the stick like, Ooh, Ew. like everyone's touching your pee. They have the mom in there too, the grandma in there. I don't know, but I mean, like people celebrate when they get their pee sticks uh, that say that they have the baby. Babies
2: make people lose perspective on what is disgusting and what's not.
1: <gasps> yep, know? like people who like post pictures of like babies' first booger. I know someone who does yeah or like first poop I'm like yeah. why like that uh, the perspective is so gone at that point yeah no, it's I, like that's a that's human shit you're posting well it's like it's
2: <laughs> you know it's you know you know can I uh, you know can I just take part of that placenta home or can I snip the umbilical what you know whatever I, uh, you know i'm i'm certain that there's chemicals in your brain that are released at some point that make you see things differently but i am not at that point and so the idea of just you know can i do the stitching like i just don't want to oh, yeah. you just know yeah just like
1: i took my placenta and made it a smoothie uh, oh why
2: would you ever say that? Because somebody, I just read something about that
1: today. cut out that piece of don't audio and it. send that in I, to Fun my
2: Radio. I don't care how long you <laughs> <laughs> blend it. It's not smooth. No. <laughs> That's a chunky.
1: No, because this woman, it was like some real housewife of some shithole, and it was just like something that Lily watches, and she—and it's just like, uh, I'm so healthy that I took my placenta and blended it and made it a smoothie. See me drink my smoothie placenta. I'm like, that is gross.
2: That's like just saying, like, I'm going to save all my cuticles and make them into a casserole. Like it's Just because yeah. it came from you doesn't mean that took. Okay to eat it.
1: No, like those people who drink their own urine. Yeah, throw
2: that earwax away.
1: <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> this is grossing me out. Yeah. <laughs> well, last week when uh, so Rick, of you know, Rick and Greg and I are, are friends on and off air, and Rick had come by last week, and we were t- I was talking to him about this thing where I had been reminded last week because uh, Facebook basically you know is all encompassing for everybody if you are on it, and like there are a lot of times as you get older, you might have more and more friends that are perhaps. Deceased, yes, on Facebook, and right. you don't really, you know, and you're kind of, you know, you don't really th- think about it until like it's like so and so is having a birthday today, and it's just kind of like a punch in the stomach, right? And we're and we got to around to talking about you know because Rick doesn't he's not on the internet a lot, and he's just like you know when th- these things happen, I learn about it so far after the fact that uh, well, I just because it's because like, you're not online, and, and that's where you find
2: it, and because there's no central uh, repository for like I like I think everybody's grandparents did this this thing. My, my, like, old people, I mean, it'll be the same way, I'm sure, but old people are strange. Like, my grandmother would wake up every day and she would have, she would, like, get out of bed and she would. Spark a lucky strike, and she would sit down in the chair and she would open the, the newspaper and just be like, Well, let's. And she didn't say this out loud, but it was clearly like, Let's see who I outlived. <laughs> and she would like throw it open, you know. And it was just like th- there was this great moment at the beginning of the Don Rickles documentary a couple of years ago where he's looking, he has this hallway in his house where it's all the photos of celebrities he's known over the years. And the opening sequence is him going, Dead, 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 <laughs> dying, dead, cancer, dead, dead. And then he's just, you know, I am triumphant. Oh my God. <laughs> And so what he is on the outside, I think all old people are on the inside when you get to a certain age. And so my grandmother would go through the obituaries every day, and she would do that thing, which I associate with old women, and I'm sure that old men do it too. But it's that that gleeful gossip masquerading as concern. She would pick up the phone – you'll never guess Edna died yes Edna no she died no cancer uh, in the worst place too and it was like she couldn't and she was so excited that somebody she knew had like died like she wanted to share like that news barely contain it just yeah, to, yeah. And, but it's like it, the, the, I think the irony of the Facebook era is that because we're not all reading the newspaper every day that there's no like you find like in the era when we could learn about death instantly mm-hmm. we just don't because it's like I think you only learn about it through absence you're like well, I haven't heard from Janice in quite yeah. a while. That's yeah. been, uh she hasn't updated her feed in, in some time now. So I think that there ought to be some sort of an app that you can carry around in your phone or whatever, and it's just and and all it does is the app then is plugged into the it could just be plugged into a newspaper database or it could be plugged into Facebook or it could be plugged into the county you know records or whatever, and then it would just alert you when someone on your friends in your contacts list has died, and so you would just like. And it would have like a cool like dun 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 ringtone. Which ring is tone. a
1: fair point because that is the one thing that hasn't caught up. That's right. true because you just have to wait. It's like technology is right. so advanced, it's immediate right. for everything else.
0: Well, and for all those who who have been asking, what's Rick Emerson been up to? This is this is pretty much. <laughs> the <thing>
2: about- <laughs> this, by the way, is what's called a verbal trademark. This thing we're talking about now. So don't be. No, I,
0: because
1: it's so true though. Because you don't hear from somebody, and then eventually they're just like, "Oh yeah, so the good old Joe Schmo, like well, he, yeah, he's uh, he died a few weeks and back." It's tru- like, I mean,
0: that would be great for like all the casual friends or people that I've known, you know, through the years that I don't really talk to very often. Well, like, well ding, ah, oh, well, right. and it's sort of the way that like Secret works, where it scans your contact list, and then yeah. it, you know, and so it can, when someone
2: posts something on Secret, it can tell if it's from you know from a friend or not or whatever. So it could scan your uh, your contact list, and then using the phone number, because all that information's out there, so you got to figure the phone number the email the name it cross references that and it could actually even do it like yeah. with s- degrees of certainty so like in other words let's say just for the sake of argument greg nibbler um, <laughs> it scans my address book and if it and it, when it goes to like the county database because again that's all I have death certificates are public knowledge and so they could even charge for this like that's a buck that's true month because the yeah.
1: death certificate goes right up doesn't it
2: and if it yeah and if yeah. it says like you know hey greg nibbler is dead <laughs> it gives you like one star because that's just the name but if it's like right. greg nibbler email address whatever you know, then that's too... And so it's it, like
1: confirmed via email. Yeah, and if they yeah. Yeah. confirm that it... certificate, okay. Yeah, more than one
2: factor of authentication. <laughs> like, then you get like a... Then it get a, you get a Greg Nibbler dead with a gold star next to it. Like, confirmed. Then like a newspaper then article confirmed. about confirmed. Greg
1: Nibbler being dead.
0: Congrats, you beat him out.
2: Like, so <laughs> something
1: like that. Yeah. See, that's... Yeah.
0: This, and you could even... You could gamify it, as they say now, where you could even... here's How many people you've outlived off of your friends list? Here... Oh. God Here's a stroke
2: of genius, by the way, All because right. as you noted, I I don't know if I should use her name or not, but I said, but the, the, the thing about it is, is like you could no longer rely on things like Facebook uh, updates and LinkedIn stuff. You
1: can use her name
2: because um, our our friend uh, Jamie Cooley mm. who passed away a couple of years ago up until recently like I was still getting LinkedIn invitations from Jamie Cooley like once a week which is oh, unnerving yeah. it's like hey your your deceased friend Jamie Cooley would like, would like you to join her and I'm like I don't want to join Jamie Cooley yet. <laughs> <What is laughs> no. I'm not ready to join <laughs> I'm too young and pretty uh, but oh. but so that's
1: un- like they should be able to stop that stuff yeah, too because yeah. that is unnerving well it's got weird the
2: family out too that's got to be un- you know, depressing oh my god and, oh, yeah. Yeah. And so it's just bad but it's, so you can't rely on that stuff Here's the real genius with my um, – because, you know, the whole thing is in-app purchases now where it's like a free – it's freemium. You know, like it's a free mm-hmm. app but, like, you got to pay $0.99 cents for additional mm-hmm. fruit to throw or whatever the hell. Right. So here's how you could make money with this. And I'm – somebody can just steal this idea because I'm not going to have time to do it. So it's uh, – I'm, I'm busy uh, with things. Um,
1: <laughs> with lots of stuff and things.
2: So there's the free version of the app, you know, but then there's, like, the, you know, cost-a-buck version of the app. And the deal with that is, okay, so it's you and all your friends. You and all your friends get together and you each kick in like 50 cents a month to use the death app, right? And that all, but here's the thing, that all minus like 5% that the company takes for their taste, the 50 cents, like let's say it's the three of us and like 10 other people, we all put in 50 cents a month to use the death app. That all just goes into escrow and then the last surviving member gets the money at the end of the at the end of the period.
1: <laughs> that seems like it could go horribly awry.
2: Well, like you might be rooting for your friends to die, <laughs> or you might do more
0: than root.
1: Exactly. My That's motiv- money's a strong motivator.
0: My chances just went up. <laughs> <laughs> my brakes seem kind of loose. I don't know. It's fine.
1: Oh my god! I need that milk now.
2: Um, But, uh, yeah, and so then at the end of the period. uh, That's true.
1: I'd rather go in on a death app with, like, a bunch of my friends instead of by yourself because it feels like it's like buying a, like, a busted magazine by yourself. You feel like you're tempting the fates. But if you buy it with a bunch of other people, it's like, it's not just me that's the asshole that's looking at everybody's mugshots. It's all of us. We're (laughs) in it together. It's like
2: renting bad porn or something. Exactly. If you've got somebody there with you, it's not as depressing. So, yeah, so you've got, yeah, and so then, yeah, at the end of the period, you know, it it all, um, you know. Anyway, I'm just saying this is—it's an information economy now, so we might as well. And but, uh, th- and just think about the think about the morbid thrill every time your pocket vibrates and you hear the dun 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 dun, and you're like, I wonder, because then immediately it's like, who could it be? You know, I. I'm just saying. And,
1: what music do you think it would play?
2: Uh, well, Beethoven's dun, dun, Fifth dun, 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 is public dun. domain, so you're not to pay for it, so that's good. That's, that's, that's true. More money that can go to the reward. The. Because, well, like, here's an example. So the other day, um, I, I he, it, as you said, I'm sort of disconnected from the information age to some degree now. I mean, mm. I'm not offline. I just don't go on Facebook, basically, is the yeah. thing. And, um, uh, uh, and so, but occasionally, like every couple of months, I'll get a bunch of text messages, and they'll all say the same thing. They'll all be, like, very... <laughs>
1: oh, my God. That was Greg, by the way. I'll get a bunch of texts, and they'll all
2: say, like, oh, man, I'm sorry to, sorry to hear about that. Or they'll be like, you know, oh, dude, you know, you must be bummed out today. Sorry. And that all tells you like, oh, celebrity dead.
1: Oh. <laughs> and then you think,
2: who is it? So like a couple weeks ago, um, you know, I got a bunch. Of it was like, oh, he was only 52. That sucks, man. Sorry. And I was like, oh. And I had no idea who it could be. And then somebody eventually sent me a thing. And they're like, and it was Tommy Ramone who had died. Okay, yep. yeah. Um, But that's, but, but it's like you don't, I'm not rooting for most people to die. <laughs> but there is, you we all work in media. You have to admit this. There's a little bit of a thrill that you get.
1: There was nothing better than the Michael Jackson and Nicole Smith oh, at yeah. like, <laughs> that time when all of them were like, <gasps> "I'm sorry, in me- media wise, I must say, oh yeah, like that was a shit show of like two, three years of just like his huge celebrity deaths, arrests, all this stuff. It's like a slot machine where three skulls come up.
2: you know? it's like you don't <laughs> it's like you don't want it's just hardwired into your brain like i how do I put this i I legitimately honestly sincerely was not in any way pleased and quite the opposite uh when um when steve jobs died i was very brought, oh, brought yeah. down by that i was mm-hmm. brought that that bummed me out for a long time but i will tell you this because i have the drudge report app on my phone um i like i get you know alerts meaning that it doesn't just wait for me to open the phone like the phone fight vi- exactly and there's a huge thing. And so I got the alert from Drudge, you know. Oh. And it was – but for some reason, like, he had sent it without typing the whole thing in. And so it just said, like, dead at 53. And I was like, oh, my God, who? Who? Who's dead? Oh. And I was, like, so excited. And then I felt guilty and like an asshole. But <laughs> but it's like – it, it's human nature. And I think there is, as you said, there is something – it's like uh, the whole reason you like horror movies is because they're like a death rehearsal and also because they help you – I think it's the reason that humans like – um, you know zombies and monsters and and movies about things that are you know dead or people that you know that's like the, the movies that have like a a horror or you know um a violent context to them because it gives you something to contrast yourself against mm-hmm. you 're like well compared to that. I am doing very well. It is, and it's like positive reinforcement. It's how you check to make sure that you are healthy, and you know whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's a Stephen King said that about horror movies. They're the thing to contrast yourself against, and so it is human nature to go like, I have stepped one out, one in line. You know, like I'm I I am now one more toward the top. Yeah. I have outlasted one more person, but there's no central repository for it now. So
0: there you go.
1: I think that the, I think that's a good idea.
0: I'm going to be honest, We're th- talking about this and the last show that we did where we were talking about going to Alaska, now I feel like I've <laughs> joked about something too much. To where I'm afraid it's going to actually. Greg's happen.
1: going to Alaska for five days, hopefully to not be well, eaten by uh, bears. Well, today,
0: like everybody's posting all these like bear things on my page and like talking about, oh, getting eaten by a bear, getting eaten by a bear. And there are grizzly bears, and I could get eaten. And now that we've joked about this, and we have a death app, I feel like it's one too many things that are lining up to where it's um, I'm cursing myself. Think, in like,
1: this I don't think Rick's necessarily joking. they' like, I, I mean, I think it is. I think it would be an interesting, like centrally located, like at least a way to cut through the bullshit of like even this technology age, people are doing like hoaxes for death. Oh, yeah. like celebrities well, and stuff. I get
2: taken in by those. I mean, not taken in, but it's like I have to, like, I feel like I have to double check them. There's one the last week, like, Miley Cyrus dead. Mm. And especially because Google News just aggregates headlines. So the Google News, like, top headline or whatever just said, like, mm. Miley Cyrus dead. Oh, and yeah. I went, oh, wow. And then I clicked on it. And of course, the story was like, rumors today spread that blah, mm. blah, blah. I mean, it's, if you think about it now, like, let's imagine the obituaries page in the newspaper didn't exist. And then somebody launched it next week. Probably there would be a whole bunch of uproar about, like, how tasteless it was and how, like, what they want to have a page every day just listing people who died. That's mm. disgusting. But it, but if you think about it, like, it's a thing we've had forever. And it's strange that it doesn't exist. That is yeah. very strange. In, in the thing that has supplanted uh, newspapers. And so, uh, well, I'm glad you're two days away from retirement, Greg. <laughs> <Yeah>. Enjoy
0: that. <laughs> That's basically it at this point. Now now I, I really, I hadn't actually thought about it. I didn't have too much of a fear of it, but it is. What if I get eaten by a bear? What if that happens? That could actually happen. And that would be the oh face. God, update. Oh, you God, know, he's
1: coming to self-realization. I, I am, am the, the now. The most famous
0: person to be eaten by a bear <laughs> is the thing. Like, you'll be like the third or fourth most famous. Right, like, yeah. No, list. Grizzly Man, like, like that guy, that guy took all oh, that. Oh, yeah, because
1: you were even joking about watching Grizzly Man before you're like, <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs>
0: Oh, you don't want oh, no, to. don't do that. I don't really want to do that. Don't do that. I don't want to do that. But yeah
1: All of a sudden all the songs on the radio start speaking to you Like you can listen to like Pink Floyd sound like ticking away The moments that make up a dull day Like just
0: Smokey the Bear commercials that like, coming on
1: As we are listening to Shorter of Breath One Day Closer to Death uh. <laughs> Don't uh. think about that too long
0: Yeah Although then again I guess if you gotta go That's one way to go Like being that or eaten by a shark or something You don't want to
1: well, be eaten by a bear That's a horrible way Yeah that's one yeah. way
0: to go I you mean you gotta go You die suddenly No you don't think so?
1: No they would... Eat other parts of you first. Before. I mean, just saying that's oh.
0: one way to go is that doesn't
2: really. <laughs> well, that's just a, that's not a statement of. I mean, so is being pulled apart by tweezers. <laughs>
0: but I mean, you don't want to do mean, it. What kind of would statement it make it you a, would it be? Would it be a cool like if you have to die? Like, let's, we're being morbid today. If you have to die, like, wouldn't that be kind of a that be a story? Ebola. At least, that's how I what, you Ebola? wouldn't be
1: alive to tell the story. Why would you want that? Well, no, no but I mean, you're not
2: given any choice. Like, you look, you yeah. got to die by by twelve o'clock. Tonight, uh, you but you get to pick your method. Like
0: that's, you know. Yeah, Sarah Jenkins saying you get the windfall of this because if a bear kills me, fun employment radio will soar to the top of the podcast charts, No, no it's
2: you know you can do a tearful sort of. You know. Oh yeah, we had no inclination. <laughs> see, see, that's it. So people can say it's morbid or whatever, but this is a human thing. This speaks to the deepest part of the human it psyche. Does. Is um, the whole from the day that the first man was in a cave going, "What's that sound outside? I'm not going to go look. Fag, you go look. Go see what that is." <laughs> And then, you know, I mean, that's, you know, yeah. and then he longed for an app to let him know if thag had been carried away by a pterodactyl. <laughs>
1: are you saying thag?
2: Thag. Okay. That's my go-to caveman. <laughs> thag? What is... Well, I mean, if you can't, I mean, it. you know, if one has to die, which one must, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, there's something to be said for going out in a memorable way. Mm-hmm. Right. Like all those people who died in the molasses flood in Boston, uh, like in, you know, uh, 1910 or whatever that was. I mean, if your grandfather was swept away in a molasses flood, that's a story <laughs> that's you can a story. tell at parties it for the is. rest of your life. I'm sure it wasn't pleasant for him, but I mean, you know. if it's that or typhus, you know, or whatever, like, you We're know. Or being
1: ripped apart limb from limb by a bear. A bear, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's no
2: way to go. You don't want to have that happen. No. Because, I mean, I don't
0: know. want it. I'm not asking for this to happen. Because they bat you around for a long time no, before yeah, be yeah, they play
1: with me. their food before they eat it. <laughs> really? Oh. Yeah. No How do I, do I know, that know that this idea. about bears and you don't?
0: <laughs> Someone has already made an Oregonian head- headline Podcasts are eaten by bears. That is now <laughs> in the light. <line. gasps> <gasps> it is funny, though, isn't
1: it? Oh, my God someone Uh, actually wrote this whole thing podcaster eaten by bears a Portland podcaster on his annual trip to Alaska with his friends and family went down like a bitch two days ago his remains were found by family members some of whom went on to comment that he kept just saying that he was a man and he could take that little furry punk on (laughs) (laughs) they would later state that he went out uh, as he lived as small as small and angry he survived by his business partner and a ghost (laughs) how about uh (laughs) (laughs) that's good
0: Aaron Duran how about uh carried off by an eagle you know that'd be interesting that would Good. You're small enough. Yeah, I, I suppose it might take two of them, but that would be that would be good. But that'd be too long. Charm. That would take too long. I think it would be faster with the bear. Well,
1: you'd be dropped, and then you'd splat.
0: That's true. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. With all these choices, I have. Is that an animal? Uh, no. What would the other way be, though? What if you just blew up without warning? Spontaneous,
2: Spontaneous combustion. Expanded. I mean,
0: oh. that happens. Yeah. Spontaneous combustion. <laughs> what if you were just on the bus and just boom, <laughs> bam, just bam, exploded? Oh my.
1: Now you guys are starting to freak me out. I'm like, what am I going to (laughs) do? If Greg explodes and then is eaten by a bear and carried off by eagles, shit.
0: (laughs) I really think, and this is true. Capitalize on it. I have no problem with that. Milk it for all it's worth. I think this
2: really is, in all seriousness, this is, I think this is, I don't mean any disrespect anybody, but this is, I believe this is at the root of belief in God. Because I think if you didn't believe there was something afterward, Thinking about stuff like this, oh, yeah. just, you wouldn't even leave the house. You'd stay at home in a lead-lined room and having your meals slid to you under a, the hole in the door because you'd just be terrified of. Because dude, you know, it's, I,
1: I have to stop those thoughts sometimes. Like yeah. even when I'm like when I was picking up the Pink Floyd lyrics, like one day cl- I'm like, oh my gosh, I was just thinking about it. Actually, the other day, and I'm just like, okay, you need to stop drinking coffee right now and chill the fuck out because I was just <laughs> thinking about it. And I'm like, oh God, I'm, I'm one day closer to death. Yeah. Like that's and I'm, I had to stop <laughs> thinking about it. I'm like. Gotta stop. Gotta stop. Can't go down this road exactly. Or else I'd barricade myself in my house. I,
2: uh, I'm reading this book right now called um, this guy named David Rainey, It's called um, You Are Not So Smart, and it's uh, it's just it's a whole thing about how your brain is sometimes um, your brain is really good at fooling itself, and how your brain sometimes like your memory isn't reliable because your brain will will change memories to fit what it thinks is the truth. And mm. It's how your brain basically outsmarts you sometimes. Yeah. Mm. And um but, but but the theme he returns to over and over and over again is that. He's like, you know, you he's like you are filled with misconceptions, self delusions, things you believe that are true that aren't, you know, things that you're remembering correctly. He's like, But there's a reason you do all this, it's to stay sane. Because your brain knows what you can't handle thinking oh, about, and yeah. it just changes it. You know, your brain knows you can't handle certain things, and so when you're not looking, it just moves things around in your memory. All
1: right, this is exactly what I was thinking. This is so funny that you bring this up. But let's just all be weird. All right. Uh, so do you know, like that thing where uh, where it had been speculated, like the Native Americans couldn't see the ships approaching because they'd never seen them right, before? Yeah. So I've been thinking. I you, sound you know like I do. That's not li- true. Is it not? I- well, because that's what I was thinking. Like, what if there are all these things around us that we can't see, but our brains aren't capable of understanding what it is? Like, what if we're surrounded by flying saucers right now, but we can't quite. I sound like a stoner.
2: Okay, no, no, no. Here's the thing. There is this. There is. Eh, I am not a scientist, uh, but I have a library card, and so I, I try to learn stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there is this phenomenon, and I forget the actual name for it, but there's this phenomenon um, that is basically a sort of hyper tunnel vision that you sometimes get. There's a website, and I don't want to give. Uh, well, uh, there's a website called um, theinvisiblegorilla.com which is, um, uh, I'll sort of give the, the, the spoiler away, and then I don't even send other people to it. It's, I, I believe it's, still, it's called theinvisiblegorilla.com, and it's a psychology experiment, uh, and the deal is that it's two people bouncing a basketball back and forth. Mm. It's just two people mm-hmm. in a room bouncing it back and forth, and the experiment, and it's based on a real experiment they did at Stanford, I think, where they said, look, we uh, brought a bunch of people in, and they're like, okay, Greg and Sarah are going to bounce this basketball back and forth. Just count how many times the basketball goes back and forth in like 60 seconds, and so two people just bounce the basketball back and forth, and it's lasts for 60 seconds and they asked the exper- the, uh, the the experiment subjects like to count how many bounces of the ball mm-hmm. and they were like, you know 47 and most of them or whatever got it right. but here's the thing halfway through a guy in a gorilla suit walks onto the screen in the background waves at the camera and then walks off like 90 percent of the people who watched it didn't see it or notice it Yeah. So wow. hyper-focused on yeah, that. Yeah, because they were told – and it's like it's not subtle. It's like a guy in a gorilla suit walks into the field of focus in the background. It was like, hi, I'm in a gorilla suit you know, or whatever. And mm-hmm. he walks up. People don't, don't notice it because they were told to focus on the whatever. And an authority figure was like, pay attention to the basketball. And their brain literally just blocked out everything else and didn't see it.
1: Oh. So
2: yeah. I'm not an Indian either. So I, I don't know about the whether they saw the ships or whatever. But it's not uh, – you're – you know, your brain does all kinds of bizarre. Mm-hmm. If your brain can see things that aren't there, it seems like it could not see things that are there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I could like definitely this blown mind. But what do you think, Greg? Greg's more logical. Bring back the me. Pink Floyd. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that's entirely possible. I mean, because your brain will try to, it will try to, you know, rectify whatever it is that it's seeing, like to make sense of it, like mm-hmm. cognitive dissonance. Like what, what, if it doesn't make sense, just get rid of it. I mean, Damn. that is possible. But I don't. I still think Native Americans saw ships. Maybe they misinterpreted. I what think, it was uh, but I mean that's, that's that not is, like
2: uh, I think a little bit of the, that is a little bit of a white man's retrofitting it too that we do where we go like they were such children they right, didn't even yeah. know what <laughs> ships were yeah I mean because that makes it easier to go like and then we enslave them all
0: oh, <laughs> I mean but clearly
2: they couldn't be trusted with power they didn't even know what a ship was mm-hmm. it was the best thing for them I mean that's a little bit of I think where we sort of retro justify our own sort of uh, yeah whatever Final note on all this, by the yes. way. Yes, the intersection of your brain and being dead. Uh, there is a uh, there's a <laughs> physiological. Um, it's it's not even a mental illness. It's, it's a thing that happens if you get certain kinds of physical brain damage, like if you get hit in the head in the right or wrong place. It's called um, crouture's delusion, and it is a it is a uh, a physical kind of brain trauma. Uh, and the result of it is, and it doesn't affect anything else except that it makes you believe that you're dead. Uh, what? It's and it, again it's not a mental illness as such it is a physical like thing that happens to your kind brain. Of thing no, no, it's like where you just um it it's one of those things I can't really explain it as such because I don't have it uh-huh. but it's it's a thing it damages the part of your brain that is responsible for processing the knowledge of your own life, your own existence. And so people who get this and there's like these incredible documented cases they will because your brain works really hard to try to figure out. Well, if I'm dead, then why am I thinking this? And so mm-hmm. people will come to the conclusion that they're ghosts, or people will come to the conclusion that they're somehow reanimated or they're undead. There are cases of people getting this and then they starve to death because they're like, "Well, I'm dead. I don't need to eat anymore." And the scientist's are like, "You're alive!" And the guy's like, "Yeah, you can't even see me. I'm a ghost." Wow! And it's it's crazy. And That's you,
1: fascinating.
2: So you know, I'm saying wear your bike helmet because you don't want to. You hit your head in the wrong way and then suddenly you
0: think you're a zebra or whatever. So oh it's my like, god! Yeah.
1: No, I do wear my bike helmet. This podcast
0: has has given me many things to be afraid of. I know. No, this
1: has not helped me. I (laughs) need to like double my anxiety dosage today. Sorry.
0: (laughs) All right. um. (laughs) So the death app.
1: (laughs) So uh, death app. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Well, I do have a. Do you want to deviate into some uh, world of crazy? I have a little bit of that. Yes. All right.
0: Yes. We can
1: make it a little less deathy. I'm trying to think if I have any death stories in here. Not that I recall. Hey guys, it's Mormon here. eaten by a bear in there? N- you know what? I actually did start looking for um, eaten by bear stories, and then I felt bad because it- we've already messed with you so much. So,
0: Well, we had an author on, um, and I don't have her name up. She was very nice, but her book was about her parents getting eaten by bears in Alaska. Both of her parents. Both of them.
1: It was South of Hope. Yeah. North of Hope. North of Hope. North of Hope.
2: Here's the thing about, you shouldn't watch Grizzly Man A. Cause it's just...
0: Uh, I've seen it once, ugh. Oh. I just remember kind of rooting for the guy to be eaten by a bear, actually. Yeah, that's, well, he was, a, <laughs> he was such an asshole. I mean, for doing that yeah. stuff, for going was, out there, it's like, you're, you're tempting it. He was like a bad parody of white people. He's just yeah. like,
2: no, 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 I'm communing with nature. The bear understands me. And,
0: you know, like, the bear just
2: understands that you are tasty. That's yeah. that's it. Oh. So, oh. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's the one where, what, like, the audio was recorded and then somebody listened to it and they yeah. destroyed yeah. it or mm-hmm. something. Yeah.
0: hmm
1: yeah. mm. uh. Well, hello, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's been weird. <laughs> my name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Hey, Rick, I don't know, since you're on, on the internet a lot, have you heard about the uh, potato salad Kickstarter guy?
2: I have, actually, yeah. yeah. Um, so,
1: yeah, his campaign has ended.
2: Wait, how much did he make? No. I, it was like ten grand or something the last time. Uh, I he oh. ended up
1: ending his campaign, it ended yesterday, with a total of $55,492. Good for
2: him. Well done. Damn.
1: Yeah?
2: I. You know what, well, hey, if you can go on the internet and go like,
0: I need potato salad. Give me all your money. And people do it like, hey, you know what? They, they have at it. Friends. If he did it, the people that are donating the money to that, well, I mean, I don't know. I guess whatever. So what does he do with fifty five? right. Grand? So his name is like,
1: Zach Brown. He's from Ohio. Uh, so he raised uh, his initial goal was $10. He uh, raised over 500,000 percent more than his initial goal. Uh, nearly 7,000 people contributed to his campaign by the time it concluded. Uh, oh, I guess it was this past weekend. And more than half of the donors only gave uh, $3 or less each. So most of this was just made up. From people just giving, like, one or two bucks. Is it
2: just one bowl of potato salad?
1: Uh, Let's see. He plans to host a huge potato salad eating party on uh, September 27th in his hometown of Columbus, Ohio. He's he's reserved an outdoor venue to hold what he's calling Potato Stock 2014.
2: See, that's less interesting to me than if he'd just gone, thanks, and just, like, you know... I mean, yeah. that's, it was like when the when the uh, the iPhone App Store first launched back in 2009 or whatever. This guy put up an before Apple started like cracking down and stuff like this. This guy put up an app and it was called the Make Me Rich app, <laughs> and it cost ten thousand dollars. And it was like, and the and the description was like, this app will make me rich by giving me ten thousand dollars from your bank account. And like <laughs> three people bought it.
1: Oh my god! And I was like,
2: good for you, spotting an opportunity in the market and taking Dang. it. Well
1: done. I want to do that. Well, uh, so this guy. So I love how he's worded this because it like makes it sound like he's giving to charity, but not really. So he raised uh, about uh, a little over fifty-five thousand uh, dollars. He wrote, "So his update promises that all proceeds from selling concessions." Uh-huh. That potato stock 2014 will go to a permanent fund to end hunger and homelessness in central Ohio. Uh, he says he also plans to contribute a portion of the funds after the potato salad party to the same charity. A portion of it. What
0: well, a portion. Up to 10% keeping so be donated. He's keeping all that. He's keeping and then he's going to have money. a party where you buy more potato salad, presumably. Yeah,
1: but saying that he's going to have potato salad uh, available, but selling from concessions. Yeah, we'll go to a permanent fund to end hunger So not only is he He's gotten $55,000 from this He is now convincing people to show up And buy concessions from him
2: And he looks like a good guy Because it seems like he's giving something to charity (sighs) he's not Well played, sir Yeah Yeah, I'll give him credit for this I mean, you know As as Dr. Dre said You know, a fool and his dough soon split So Mm -hmm. when you meet a fool Get all that you can get
1: Mm -hmm. And that he did $3 Three dollars at a time. We need to think of something like that. Yeah, seriously. If yeah. only
2: we could come up with a way for people to give us like three or six
0: dollars a month. <laughs> Maybe six like ninety nine a month. Six ninety uh, nine. Maybe we give them the month. first week
1: okay. free. Okay. But then
0: give them entertainment twenty four hours a day, okay. so they're getting their money's That's worth. Stuff. Mm, I don't
1: know. We should probably try and do that. I mean, yeah. we're giving them something daily, so I mean that should daily. We should at least be doing good as as good as this guy, right? Yeah, like well, eleven I was, shows. I'm a potato salad now. Potato salad's delicious. Yeah. Oh. Um, our friend Lily, you know, Scott's yes. lovely fiance. Uh, her mother has won for the third year in a row um, the St. Paul Rodeo uh, Potato Salad champ- like Championship. Really? She makes the best potato salad in all of the land.
2: I'm a big fan of well tempered. potato. Th- the key is to not overcook the potatoes. And mm. then to not stir, you know, not like toss and stir everything too much to where it gets kind of mushy. It's everything's got to have a little bit of. It's got to. It's got to retain. Uh, uh, you know, uh, a dis- Everything's got to remain distinct. It it's got to be like solid, but not mushy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's got to be a salad, not like a not where it's a blend. You know, it's got to. Mm-hmm. Re- everything's got to retain its uh. It's sort of what's the word I'm looking for? Solidity. You know? Oh, mm-hmm. it is
1: the so. best potato salad I've ever had in my life. Is there dill in it? I, I can't. I, I cannot say because since she oh, is in the spirit secret. of competition, a, okay, no. she does have right. a few secret ingredients yeah, in there. All right, fair enough. So next time we go to visit, um, I'll make sure to bring some back so Thank you can you. try it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, speaking of food, a man has been arrested after trying to kill his roommate because she ate his chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> uh, this man's name is Alan Hall of Illinois, has uh, a relatively strict rule in his household... <laughs> Apparently. That he is, yeah. <laughs> nobody else is allowed to eat his Chips Ahoy cookies. So
0: that's the strictest of rules. If death is the other option.
1: Yes. So, and a report has now been issued that Alan Hall, 23 years old, is accused of trying to kill his female roommate because he, she ate chocolate chip cookies he was uh, <laughs> saving for a special occasion. They were just
0: Chips Ahoy. They though. were
1: just Chips Ahoy. They like were not it, uh, homemade. They like were his chips. mom made them or something. Nope. No, they like they special. Like I've been saving them for a year. I've been freezing them. Nope. It was a bag of Chips Ahoy cookies. How we,
0: long was he? What kind of special occasion were these Chips Ahoy? Still so it doesn't say it.
1: what special occasion. Uh, he never says, but uh, police allege that uh, Aaron Hall, or excuse me, Alan Hall, learns that his 49-year-old roommate, who was unnamed, uh, ate three of his Chips Ahoy cookies for breakfast. Naturally, when he got home, he threatened to murder her. <laughs> After the roommate laughed off his threat, why would she not believing that he was joking? He then followed her into the bathroom when she was taking a bath and tried to strangle her in the bathtub. God. Uh, He would have succeeded had the woman's husband and the landlord not showed up at that time and intervened.
2: Roommates are a bad idea.
1: Yeah. (sighs) Jesus. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well... Uh, the court case is in its early stages, but there may be additional reasons as to why Hall and his roommate were not getting along, although the cookies seem to be the primary reason at this moment. This is why every
0: time I've, I have to get a new roommate for the house and I have to go to Craigslist, I feel like I'm just rolling the dice. Oh, like, God. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. One, of, one of these times, they're going to pass off. Like, the last guy, he could have been a serial killer. I don't know. Oh,
1: your last roommate is creepy as all hell.
0: Yeah. He yeah, had he dead eyes. Been.
1: He was just this dead-eyed, freaky...
0: Oh, He also rented a bed from, uh, from Rent-A-Center. Oh no! And that's then I didn't know about it until he moved. The day after he moved out, rent center, rent center pers- showed up at the house and asked my other you <laughs> roommate, have "Five 5000 dollars for this bed?" Yeah, they're like, uh, "We need to see Mister uh, So and So. Um, his bed is past due." Oh wow! Okay, no, 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 yeah. no.
2: That's just it's well, and it, but I mean, and everybody's had that roommate where it's like. Maybe in the in normal circumstances, like if you worked with them, like, you know, they kind of would have bugged you or whatever, but it's like, right. you know, at the end of the day, you go home and you're... But it's like the prospect of just having them there every day, and especially if you see them first thing in the morning oh. or something, you just wake up and you're just like, oh, I wish you were dead. That uh, yeah. was... Yeah.
1: Like, the last time I had roommates, I would just, I, I started dreading waking up in the morning. Oh. And I would, like, listen to the, like, I would have to pee or something. But I would just be there listening to them, like, muck around in the kitchen. And I would sit and wait until I heard that front door close. And then I would get out. And I'm
2: everything like, they do just becomes disproportionately. Oh, God.
1: The noises. You know? yeah. just, the like, the way
0: they slice their bread <gasps> the for sandwiches. The way
1: breathe. Yeah. Or, like, cut it's, their food. For totally, me, it's yeah. the talking
0: in the morning. Like, when I wake up, I'm getting ready for the day. I don't want to chat with uh. anyone. And most The roommates I have now They're totally the same way But this guy He was the guy That was always Always peppy Hey how's it going What'd you do last night Uh. Like
1: Mm-mm. Oh, it's a
0: lime and a gun. Yeah. that's why
1: I, I pay a couple hundred uh, more dollars extra than I should be, than you know, than possibly I can afford. But I mean, that's uh, why I do that because I that is worth it to me. People spend money on what they think oh, it's yeah. worth to them. It yeah. is worth it to me to spend to live by myself.
2: Uh, you're either gonna buy privacy or you're gonna buy a shrink. You know, and and bail money possibly. Mm-hmm. You might as well just spend it on the privacy <laughs> and skip everything else. No, I can't. Yeah.
1: I cannot handle it. Cannot handle. It. Like I know that about me. That's Jesus. why every month I make sure I can afford to stay in my little my shoebox, uh, my happy uh, shoebox, <laughs> where I'm alone and can sit and eat mac cheese and watch all six episodes of The Killing by myself while laying there in my underwear with a fan in front of me. Uh, That's what I like to do. No, I'm with you. No, I don't want to talk to anybody. All right, and finally, we do have this. Uh, this is out uh, of Miami Beach, you guys. A Miami Beach homicide detective is getting his job back, uh, his job back and payback after he was successfully able to argue that the only reason he tested positive for cocaine last year was because he had used a sexual cremate uh, a few days before the drug test. So he said that the specific cream that he put on his penis to get aroused was why he tested positive for, for cocaine. Apparently the Miami Beach precinct believed this, and he's getting his job back. What kind of...
2: There's so much about the story I don't understand. Yeah. I know. What? Uh, so it was a, uh, some sort of like a Viagra-type
1: he said he used a sexual aid cream with cocaine. With cocaine in it. That's how he said he trusted. it. So this is what this is what he says. Here's the story. So, Detective Ronaldo Casas uh, won his case this past week after find, firing filing a grievance over his. Uh, after filing a grievance over his firing by the Miami uh, Beach Police Department following a positive drug test that he took last year. So it said in the um, he said in the case that he had never, ever knowingly used cocaine, but he said that he might be able to pinpoint the possible cause of him testing positive for cocaine because uh-huh. of a sexual aid cream that his friend had given him.
2: A friend. Uh-huh. A
1: friend. So uh, he goes on to say, my girlfriend had applied the sexual aid substance to enhance our sexual intercourse in the days prior to my drug screening. So, uh, Detective Casas testified at the hearing that he got a cream—the uh, cream—from his friend, uh, who was a close friend of his. Uh, he does, and the friend testified that he got a Vaseline-like substance from a quote old Cuban guy.
2: That's exactly what I to put on my penis. <laughs>
1: you want to rub that on your penis? Here's a
2: tub of strange gelatinous goo I got from a Cuban man. Uh, well, can I put that uh, on my penis? Put
1: it on your dong. It'll make it work. That's great.
2: And plus, cocaine is is, uh, is an anesthetic, is the thing. Yeah, wouldn't so that make it all like me Well, if yeah. he was maybe having a little... If uh, he was a little uh. speedy. Oh, that's true. Um, but but cocaine is also, as I understand it, expensive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't know if an old Cuban guy also, would be giving him a Vaseline tub full of cocaine. And if you're rubbing it on your skin,
0: how is that... I mean, I guess it could absorb it? I don't think that's how that works, I don't though. think it is either. I think it's like...
2: I mean, I I don't really know. Is this is this like when you buy the uh, face cream that has diamonds or something in it, or whatever, yeah. or that like that, or that booze <laughs> that has flakes of gold? Oh yeah, floating right. where they're just it's just thinking like charge more. Club. Okay, well.
1: well, apparently his friend who got the cream from the old Cuban guy said uh, that the cream would help his erectile dysfunction. Uh, Documents said the cream was tested, yeah, no. yeah, and found to contain absolutely no cocaine. Uh, The city argued that it uh, still had cause to fire him because the story was unbelievable. But uh, the story was – so the person, the arbitrator, said that the story was highly suspect but ultimately found there was no evidence on the record to show that he was aware that the cream contained a controlled substance even though it didn't contain a controlled substance because it just said that it didn't. Why don't they just say
2: he slipped us ten grand, (laughs) allegedly? And then, I mean, this clearly is just like somebody's brother-in-law was on the council with something or other. And I think if Dexter has shown us one thing, it's that uh, Florida police are not necessarily all that quick. I was just pace, thinking so. Dexter Dexter this yeah. whole
1: time. So uh, the ruling also says that he could return to duty immediately and will receive, will receive all the back pay that he is owed He's for still the gonna year be known that he hasn't been. He's still going to
0: be known as the cocaine penis cream this guy. He's going to be rich no cocaine penis
1: cream guy. But it, there wasn't even cocaine in the cream.
0: Unions are awesome.
1: God. No, so there wasn't cocaine in the cream. The guy said it was uh, ultimately found evidence to show that he was aware that the cream contained a controlled substance, although there wasn't, it was proven that there wasn't. This is all kind that of. That is,
2: sense. I mean, I, that just sounds as though they are um, uh, laboring, um, laboring to cover up the fact that I mean, I think there's certain jobs you get it where you, it's like a professor with tenure. You just can't, you know, mm-hmm. like there's, I, I've well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say who, but I, but I, I have said I, I know someone who works at a place where uh, the union is very strong, mm-hmm. where it's difficult to lose one's job. Yeah, and there's a woman who works at this place who all she does every day is just sit at her desk and sob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making it up. I mean I'm sure she goes to lunch at some point, but for big
1: <laughs> she breaks for lunch. For yeah. big
2: sections of the day, she just sits at her desk and just weeps. And I finally I was like, Were well, they gonna fire? And she's like, no. Well, she's been there for twelve years. The union would never and I'm like, Well what She's like, oh, we moved her to a room further in the back. You can't see her from the, <laughs> from the counter anymore. So, like, as long as the customers can't see her, like, she just is in the back by the filing cabinets oh now.
1: Oh, my God. It so it's Sounds like all office space. Like, we're just yeah. moving her further and further back pretty soon. Sure she's <laughs> in the basement.
2: <laughs> checking in every morning, Sam. <laughs> and
1: then she just goes home at
0: five. Like, that's, so, you know, whatever.
1: Wow. She could be
0: genius though too, because who is ever going to yell at her? Who's gonna I mean if they can't if they can't oh, yeah? fire her. That would
1: her, be so exhausting though to be crying. Be a lot the lot of work, work, but
0: Dolores, do you want to fire up oh, I'll do it myself. But see, eventually nobody would even want to go near her, so she doesn't have to keep up the crying all day long. Just if somebody comes hey, anywhere near. There you so go.
2: Well done.
1: Don't have to worry about the crying.
2: Ugh.
1: Oh, and there was an update. Uh, thank you, Carrie, who just sent this to me. Yes. Uh, let's see. And the donut thieves of Hillsborough have been captured. The, the, uh, there were these donut vandals. I don't know if you heard this that this was making no. national news where somebody was going around Hillsborough neighborhoods and smushing donuts on cars. For some reason, this made a national this news is,
0: story. This is big crime in Hillsborough.
1: Yes. So uh, the department has announced... The Hillsborough Police Department has announced that the arrest of 20-year-old Anthony David Gratteri and 19-year-old A's. Aze- Why don't people have names that you can pronounce? Aislinn Clevidence Moore, uh, two Hillsboro residents, were cited on two counts of thirst, uh, third-degree criminal mischief.
2: So was like egging cars, but just with donuts. But they're wishing yeah, donut on, donut on it. So the they were
1: smearing maple bars across cars, two chocolate donuts with sprinkles sat on the windshield wipers of one vehicle, a box of li- uh, pastries littered a yard. The perpetrators also used red potato salad, potato salad again, uh, eggs and yogurt, but donuts were the uh, the thing that they used the most. So I they mean, were the able eggs to cr-
0: can do some damage, but it's a donut on a windshield, and this is what they like the big crime wave has been for Hillsboro. I mean, my thing is, why did that make like national? It made national news. Break. It was thing? on.
1: Everything. It was yeah. like one of the head stories on Fark. I saw it on like the Huffington. Well, I mean, was Huffington it over a Post.
2: series of nights
0: or just one night? Like, did that become? Was that their? I trademark, think it was multiple or? nights. There was like two nights of it. Is that right, sir?
1: There were no. It was, it's been a few weeks. A few weeks That's that has been really going on. Yeah.
2: So it was like a cereal thing. It was like cereal was donut smearing. Jesus.
1: So yes, they've both been. Caught, uh, they've both been caught. Both of were very remorseful of their donut smushing. out it, in Hillsborough. I,
2: You know, the biggest. I don't. Don't. Yeah. No. I mean, I. I don't think I ever egged anybody's car or anything even when I was a teenager. I think... I don't I don't think we did anything like that to anybody's house or whatever because the, the thing... The lesson that I learned early on uh, when I was in high school was uh, a friend of mine, we were like 16 or something and he had like it was, it was just like a Volkswagen bug or whatever but when you're in high school you know a car is a car and he... And like somebody egged his car and he just like beat their ass into powder. It was like... <laughs> it And he was just... And I remember even at 16 he just like... I, he just like is like like beat the guy's senses And he's just like You don't fuck with a guy's car And that made like a big <laughs> impact on me And so I think the prospect of doing anything like that Especially now that their names are in the paper No That's Yeah guys tend to take sort of like that like personal. No you so. do not touch
1: somebody else's vehicle No
2: that's just Yeah No you're gonna no. no that's gonna come back on you
1: So there you go They have been caught There's the update And that my friends is your world of crazy God, The
0: worst thing The worst thing We we didn't fuck with people's cars either, except for one one person that we did this to. And I still regret it, but at the same time, I was happy with myself because the guy was an asshole. We took um, a big tub of butter and just put it underneath his door handle. (laughs) No. Because you can't really get that off very easily. So, forever, you know, that takes multiple times of intense cleaning to try to get that off. So, every time we try to open his door. Get his hand full The other thing you can
2: do is uh, Not that I advocate or condone this uh, You shouldn't ever do this The other thing you can do is take a uh, Take an open tin of sardines Mm -hmm. uh, And just wedge it somewhere like underneath a seat Or maybe uh, actually just under the hood Oh Uh, like we did
1: for Survive It and Drive It Yes Mm. Because certain (laughs) smells
2: like that don't ever come out Ever 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 That'll stay there forever The other thing you shouldn't ever do when you're in high school If you're uh, like in a place where they still have like radiators in the building uh, maybe like Let's say you're uh, You're engaged in some rivalry With the uh, the school across town If you're ever there You shouldn't whiz On the radiator Because You know Because what And then for the rest of time Whenever that radiator Kicks on in the winter uh, Just the uh, Oh god The smell of your pregnancy test Will just walk throughout The entire <laughs> The entire school <laughs> just Don't you jam do a that. pregnancy stick yeah, Back there I'll It's no big deal
1: <laughs> <sighs> Jesus god This is This has been a weird show I love yeah. it myself. Yeah. I think we're all Kind of getting heat stroke Could be a little bit I think that could be it Fever brain this has been fun. I really feel like I've learned a lot. I've questioned my humanity a little bit, like Bill Compton would say.
2: Oh, by the way, real, uh, just before we – I didn't even – I don't even think I brought the picture of this with me. All right, um, tell us. I meant to uh, – I already bragged to Seamus about this. Um, so I don't think they've announced this yet. I think they're just sort of rolling it out to let it sort of uh, – I don't know if it's a test or if it's whatever. Anyway, so I ordered some uh, some stuff. Ordered some just some household stuff from Amazon. Amazon delivered it. The post office delivered it yesterday. Wow! That is Sunday, baby.
1: Wow! And I
2: heard that the Amazon was getting ready. They were recruiting the post office to do Sunday deliveries in certain cities, but they hadn't announced where this arrived at my house yesterday. The actual post office delivered it to my home on a Sunday. So uh, awesome! That, that is first world. Awesome is what? Yes.
1: That is. Yeah. That is very awesome. Yes, indeed. What's going on, Greg? Oh no, nothing. <laughs> I
0: thought you had an Amazon thing.
1: No, no, no. I'm just, I'm, I'm just over I here know. melting. Yes. Just like the butter that you shoved underneath that poor person's door handle. Yes, that is That's my true. face right now. I
0: still that's one of those things I still regret. There's a couple of those that I regret. Otherwise, otherwise I think everybody got what they deserved. Um Send us an email, funemploymentradio huh. at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Big thank you to our sponsors, Squarespace. Squarespace. Squarespace.com slash funemployment. Of course, you can go there. You can get your website set up, whatever it is for. You can easily integrate a store, which if you're starting up a small business. Like, is for a example, pentac- our
1: sponsor SonicSketches.com. Like,
0: so- Yeah, sonicsketches.com. Mm-hmm. They use uh, Squarespace. And actually, you can go there, check that out, sonicsketches.com, and check out everything that they have. And then, of course, sign up on Squarespace and set up your own store for your own business. And uh, use the offer code Fun to get ten percent off when you check out. Oh my goodness, that's awesome! Squarespace yes, is
2: fantastic. I have mm. used them; they are really that. I, I have no. It is that is like a game changer. I have no idea what. I have no idea how I did websites before that. Actually, yeah. Except I Batman. do. I did
1: Blogspot, and yeah. I And everything was like different sized <laughs> fonts, and I didn't know what the hell I was Justify doing. Justify left. <laughs> left. <laughs> Seriously, like yeah. things are just mishmashed <laughs> everywhere. No, this is not that. Makes you look smarter than you are.
2: Exactly, mm. it is
0: true. Um, coming up at 5.30 on the Fun Employment Radio Network, Aaron Duran will have drive time of the drive-in with Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Oh, awesome. the
0: soundtrack, I believe. I've heard
1: that. so many things about that movie. I want to see it.
0: Yeah, I want to see it, too. I know nothing about it other than that there's a raccoon in a tree and then Chris Pratt. That's...
1: Wow, Greg. That's the that extent, really of, my knowledge. That's <laughs> extent raccoon, of my knowledge. That's a Tree of and Chris Pratt.
0: That's, that's all I know, but it does uh, it does look like it's pretty awesome. But mm-hmm. the soundtrack will be here live on the network at 5.30 and that'll be followed up by Accidental Housewives. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. We'll be live a little bit early tomorrow, possibly because we'll have Sean Jordan joining
1: us. Oh, heck yeah.
0: Um, but we'll uh, post all that on Twitter at FunUMP Radio, at Greg Nibbler, at Cerex Dillon. Rick Emerson, where can people find out information about what you're up to? Yes, uh, you can go to rickemerson.com, mm. but it would be pointless.
2: Uh, <laughs> I will be, let's see, my next appearance on K2 is going to be um, the 20th it's uh, a week later this month than usual so it's uh, Wednesday August 20th I'll be on uh, AM Northwest talking about zombie economics and, awesome uh, you can find that wherever books are sold online and off
1: they're yay. everywhere Yes, on yes, the internets indeed. and in the stores absolutely mm-hmm. alright uh,
0: like I said send us an email funemploymentradio gmail.com and we will be back tomorrow
1: yes we will
0: with some more employment radio.
1: funemploymentradio.com
0: yay I didn't hit the post on that one I should have done that